guess what, guys? It's the second podcast of the season. We promised, we delivered. Y'all can suck it. And if you suck it good enough, you might get a couple more of these. Fuck them, we're about to have a sit down. Wrap the phone up and plastic and stick it in the fridge. They know what we are, but no one know what we did. Anything by the mix, heard it, heard it getting sent. Got us speaking cold when you're talking on the phone. Sticking to the cold, they'll listen to the song. I told my team a man of manifestation. People are basic, they thought I was crazy. Hong Kong with the witchcraft steady every night. Philosopher stone, I want no one up a right. You know, I think it's, it's probably worth calling out that we're not just recording this because it's the first week that we both happen to win on the same week we you know had, we had planned to do one quarter of the season through and that's where we are exactly exactly which i think i was thinking about this and that technically i think would have put us recording last week but i'm actually glad we recorded waited to record this week because i think there was enough of the games last week, they gave a little more separation, kind of showed us what teams were a couple more injuries to kind of give us outlook towards the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I think this is a good point um, to remind everyone. We decided that doing them every week got a little cumbersome and it was difficult schedule wise. And we ended up saying a lot of the same stuff over and over again, it ended up being just regular projections. So we thought they might be a little bit more meaningful and just have a little bit, more interesting content um and again just be more manageable in general for both of our busy busy schedules yeah um, we're, we're good at doing like four or five a year and so you can either get them weeks one through five or you can get them spread out a little bit yeah yeah and uh we're gonna hope to uh, go with the spread out thing this season so you're getting one after the first quarter we'll do a mid-season review and go from there um but yeah we are week five in the books heading into week six Mm-hmm. And I know there's a bunch of us that feel really crappy about our teams. And then there's a bunch of you guys who are probably feeling pretty good. There's a, a few of us. There's like maybe three of us, I think. That there's at least okay. three. There might be a fourth one who feels good in that like placebo effect type mm-hmm. uh, thing going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. But no, I was I was looking at it and we had talked about this a little bit aside, but looking at it in the one to 10 kind of ranking is, you know, it's, it's not very meaningful. Um, the way some of the teams performed, you know, you look at points four and there's things like Andrew and I are like right neck and neck. There's I think a point that separates his team and my team performance wise. And then, you know, you look at some of the teams that are doing really well for themselves, but maybe had better luck with points against kind of thing. <laughs> Stu. <laughs> um, but I was looking at it, you know, if you were to if you were to rank the league in tiers as far as their teams go, instead of like a power rankings like we normally do, you know, we've got a we've got the top tier, which are, you know, probably one through three teams. I think it's pretty safe that they're doing pretty good. And then it gets real cloudy after that because there's the teams at the at the bottom, obviously. Kyle, Andrew, myself, you know, Mowry's down there, even though I think his team is better than it looks. And we'll talk more about that as we get into talking next week's matchups. But I think the first couple of weeks of the season, it's tough to get a real solid determination of what a team looks like week to week. But now that we're a quarter of the season in, we've kind of got some ideas. And so I think, again, going back to this being a little more meaningful conversation as opposed to, hey, Joel's team did good last week. I bet they're going to do good this week. How many tears did you have, by the way? Um, as far tiers? as, like, for my team, I cried all the tears. Like, I could have filled up a swimming pool. But if we're talking about the way that I, I tiered the league, um, I actually did four tiers. And I didn't know how much... <laughs> you like that? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, did, I did four tiers. I so who's tier two? I think we know who tier one is. Well, Although so, tier tier one stops at Allen, but before Drew, I'm guessing. I did, yes, yeah. Okay. So I actually for tier one, um, Stu, you, and Allen. Um, just real brief overview. Obviously, Stu's undefeated. I think part of that's some lucky matchups, but his team's still good. Um, your team, you know, despite some odds, has, has been really good, and obviously should have been. It was the number one ranked power. Team. So that's kind of played out. Um, and Alan's team, you know, Alan 
And then into the top of tier two, which is I've got Jazz Cabbage. I mean, they're like we're splitting hairs there. But, you know, those guys have continued, you know, continue to be lucky with some of their pickups. I I call it luck. You know, maybe they're just good and I just don't want to admit it, but it is what it is. Um, I actually have this like weird this tier two to tier three is this very like kind of faded. Like, I don't know where these teams fall in here. I had the jockeys on there. I thought their team looked pretty good, but a little bit more analysis today since I actually set up the tiers. I could fade them into tier three. I don't think they're a tier four team with the rest of us scrap. Um, tier three, though, initially I had, um, so I initially had jockeys as the bottom of tier two. Um, I'll move them to tier three um, where I've got Joel and Mowry. Um, again, Mowry's one and five, one and four, one and four. One and four, but his team is his team is definitely swung higher than that. He's just gotten real unlucky with the teams he's played, including yours truly. Uh, thank the fantasy gods for that. We mm-hmm. love you, Zangief. Um, but I think his team is 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 better. His team's better than mine. Like I will, you know, I will I will say right now his team's better than mine. Um, but I'll take the dub. And then tier four is the 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 mess that is Andrew, myself, and Kyle. You know, kind of. I've been dealing with injuries. Um, Andrews, Andrews had some injuries, and unfortunately, it's been to his high dollar players that were heavy parts of his team. Um, and man, I don't know what to say about Kyle. I guess you know we can talk more about him when we talk about our matchup. But yeah, that poor guy. You know, I mean, this is the second. This is at least the second season, if not the third season, that he's really started out with like heavy losses early on. I mean, he had the he had the infamous one and. In, one in 12 season right yeah where he made it to like week seven or eight before he won a game i know andrew still feels bad about that and he should (laughs) he cost us all the the perfect season but this this team's not that bad despite him being on five although god i could see him getting to oh and seven um although maybe we just weed in with uh we're gonna go worst to best matchups yeah, so maybe we we kick into that by way of talking about Kyle's team. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I think QB, like you know, we were all worried about Joel with respect to QB, like first and foremost. But with as bad as Stafford has been, I'm pretty sure Kyle's had the worst QB play. Tannehill's been awful. Wentz has been super hit or miss. Stafford's been bad. Um, I'm pretty sure Kyle's gotten less points out of QB than anyone else. Uh, and the the Mitchell loss early in the season, there just kind of never was a replacement there. Um, I mean, Melly's kind of a replacement now, but uh, that's rough. Yeah. And, you know, with, I mean, he's had, obviously, you know, Henry's done what Henry does. Uh, Devontae Adams has been solid this season. Debo's been solid this season randomly CEH has been good this season. So he's got like these pieces that are solid, but he's, he's missing out, you know, in some of those big areas. When a lot of these guys just don't hit on the same weeks. Right. What's unfortunate about it. Like the week CEH goes off. None of the other guys do. Then this past week, he gives you less than four points. But I really, I, you know, QB sticks out as the thing that like, just tanking QB at both spots is seemingly insurmountable. I mean, it's well, 20 points you're losing a week. And in, in not, you know, it, not only, not only tanking, but when you, when you've got a player like Stafford on your bench where you paid up for him mm-hmm. um, and he ends up being a bust, it, you know, it, it, it hurts you doubly in that you don't have those dollars allocated elsewhere in your team. Um, I mean, he only paid 25 for Stafford and I mean, you know, Tannehill, you know, and Wentz are three and two, but yeah, not, not being able to pick them on the right weeks and, you know, holding on to them. I mean, one could argue that you could have dropped Tannehill and picked up a couple guys on the way waiver over the first couple of weeks who would have been better than Tannehill. Um, But, you know, again, I mean, Tannehill's 21, you know, Stafford's quarterback, 26. You know, 
I mean, those that that hurts. Wentz is is quarterback ten, but that's coming behind you know two really strong weeks, week mm-hmm. one and two, where he put up almost twenty eight points each week. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty points last week, kind of got back to you know, kind of got back to to what he was doing. But yeah, there were two weeks in there against Philly and Dallas that he was sub nine so, points that uh-huh. that really hurt. I yeah, I am fortunately coming up on him um, when Devonte Adams and Derrick Henry are on by. Um, I, however, I, however, uh, have dealt with the injury bug this season. Um, mm-hmm. And for those who haven't seen me bitching in league uh, chat or paid attention, I've I've lost one of my quarterbacks, obviously, uh, in week one. And Dak's been on my IR since then. So I've been without him for four weeks. Uh, Camaro, my RB1, I've been missing for two weeks, lost my RB2 for the season. Um, and then wide receiver two has been out for three two two and a half of the five games uh my wide receiver three was out one game um, but i managed to scrap together two wins against maori Uh lucky game beat him by 0.4 points and then joel who i beat by 14 points um behind again some bad quarterback play so we'll talk about that a little bit more with joel's team but yeah it's it's very much it's it's one of those games where this should be I should feel a lot more confident about this, but I think it's a trap. I think it's a trap. I think Kyle's going to beat me, and then it's going to muddy the the dirty, dirty last place waters even more. It would do that, other than I just think Brady versus Stafford, Kamara versus Connor, and Geno versus Wentz is enough to get it done, despite everything in the middle being gross. Yeah, uh, I still just don't buy Gabe Davis. I think those one for thirteen yards weeks are coming. Um, he's Deshaun Jackson. Sometimes Deshaun Jackson wins you a week. More often than not, he doesn't though. Uh, and you just you have to start him every week, and a lot of times it sucks. Um, I just ultimately, I just don't think there's enough on his roster to get it done. So long as the guys on your team that ought to perform do perform. Yeah. Numbers, numbers will be very close. I mean, projections are within three and a half ish points. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at the averages, which is interesting, I, you know, I've got just some of these numbers off of ESPN. Um, my players that I've got my starting lineup right now are averaging 105 points a week um, where his are at 100. So, you know, we're talking again, we're talking, you know, scratch. So, mm-hmm. It yeah. will, uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I mean, I think the quarterbacks, you know, coming into it will will definitely have a, a big impact. So yeah, we will see. We'll see, but yeah, not looking forward to this week though. Yeah. I can imagine not <laughs> or any other week before this. No, or, or really any week after this. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to start planning that Myrtle beach draft next year. Uh, who let's we- move on. Let's move on. Which one did we have next? Uh, next, we're going to the Buffalo Jockeys and the Adorable Puppies. Yeah. I'll let you kick uh, this one off. Yeah. I, you know, I'll just point out the obvious in this matchup that Ramondre Stevenson is on the wrong team. I just... Which team is he on? He's on the Jockeys, but he was drafted by the Puppies. And just if you look at who's still on the Puppies bench, Stevenson was just never the most droppable player at any point this season. And I just don't get it i i just jd mckissick is on this roster why are you dropping stevenson stevenson was dropped early on to um again that doesn't i mean not to not to say that yeah not to say that that should have impacted the decision any but yeah it's yeah it just you just it's such an own goal and like i think this week it really hurts him um because now Stevenson has come into fruition um, and it's a good matchup. And meanwhile, like the puppies are starting both Phillies guys against Dallas, which I don't love, even though I expect Dallas to win starting three Philadelphia rushing players. Just that is not what I would want. Um, We'll see if Taylor plays. That's been rough. Um, Yeah. I think that that's had, you know, I mean, dropping dropping Ramondre is is obviously going to hurt a lot more from here on out, especially with Harris, you know, yeah. being injured. 
you know, when you spend $78.4 million on Taylor and, and he ends up, and he ends up missing weeks. I mean, he came out of the gate swinging week one with like that 20 point game, but yeah, it's been, it's been rough. He he has not lived up to his dollar amount. I mean, he's currently running back 27, dude. Mm -hmm. That don't feel good. No, that's not what you want. That don't feel good. Uh um, I mean, now, Buffalo jockeys, on the other hand, have kind of been like quietly flying under the radar and lost three in a row. You yeah. know, they came out two and zero, lost the last three. Last mm-hmm. week, he was starting Kyle Pitts, even though he was out. Like, and he was—I I don't know—maybe Rosen. You know, life life gets busy sometimes, and maybe something was up because I seem to recall Pitts being uh, being ruled out a couple days before yeah. Sunday. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, mine mine could have. Mike could have done something better to help yourself there. Um, again, not that, not that it would have. Maybe him. he just refused to drop Rex Burkhead for another tight end. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't drop Rex Burkhead. I mean, now in his defense, you know, he played Allen last week who put up 140 points and had the high score of the week. So it yeah. wouldn't have made a big difference, but I mean, if no. you know, it's one of those, you know, points we talk about every year, though. we talk about points for at the end of the season. And yeah, that's definitely where that comes into place. But I mean, we're I, definitely seeing the other side of like having both Philly wide receivers as both starters is not great. I Pittsburgh's obviously a shit show. Um, you know, two the two injuries, rough. Mm-hmm. I think you know those first two weeks when Tua was doing his thing. I think really made this team look better than it probably is. And now with Tua hurt, yeah, uh, it's it's bad. Both both the Jets are uh, predictably benched at this point. Well, and the the you know what the the saddest part of it all is that you know the the two weeks that. Jamal Williams was filling in and like popped off. Jamal Williams had two 22 point weeks in a row. He didn't even get to take advantage of it. You know, I mean, he, he went three and zero over the last three weeks. So like yeah. those points were again, points for count at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those, you look at it and when you're invested, it, it's hard beginning of the season. Cause we didn't know Philly was going to be this good, but yeah, true. I mean, God, there's five Philly, like it, literally every Philadelphia player that anyone owns with the exception it's, of their defense is in yeah. this game. Oh, except for Dallas Goddard is on Texodians. Okay. He's the one last piece of Voltron mm. we need in this game. Somebody make a trade. Yes. It's, yeah. it's for Goddard. Make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, I'm going to go jockeys because I think the Ramondre Stevenson thing like single-handedly turns this matchup. Yeah, I mean, Ramondre last week showed up um, 161 yards, which, again, that's that's 16 points, if mm-hmm. if you don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And that was without any touchdowns. Like, oh. you're going to tell me against Cleveland he's not going to be able to pound one in. Um, so, yeah, that feels much better than playing – two of the philadelphia running backs yeah into dallas yeah i mean i yeah it's it is not if if anyone if anyone can understand kyle or andrew's pain with you know having these scrub teams it's it's me um and even i feel a little bad for andrew but let's 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 make a trade, Andrew. Let's figure out something that helps both of us, and well, then if it leave. Makes leave. him feel better. I'll buy him four beers, and then, but he has to drink them all four consecutively. Ooh. He's got about a quarter mile in between. Them. <laughs> well, look if it if it makes him happy, it can't be that bad, right? <laughs> that's, that's right. I think he uh, can even choose the beers according according to Cheryl Crow, anyways. <laughs> right. I'm also going to take Jackie's on this one. Um, I think it's it's an easy call, and I feel bad saying that because yeah either andrew or i are really going to be brushing off our our chops when it comes to uh improv this year but, <laughs> but i'm spicy burrito dude i tried or... i tried to get the solid you saw i tried to get the solidarity vote going right like just <laughs> all three that. of us all three, i man i just don't want to do it alone come on guys we're brothers here we'll make a burrito big enough for all of you Ooh, and we all only have to eat two bites and the rest can go in the trash well yeah I did see some more of the uh, Pocky one chip challenge for this year, Ooh, um, yeah. but I didn't pick them up because then I figured Maori would just find reasons to eat them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Maori would set up punishments for himself only to uh, just to for- forego those just to eat spicy chips. 
Now, speaking of Maori, look at the match. The match we got maybe potentially having to do embarrassing and or painful things. Maori is Uh, one in four. Yeah, and and I mean, it's got to feel bad. Like if I were Maori, I would probably develop a drinking problem. Maybe especially this year, just just right now, just yeah, just not, chug some not beers for now. But now I would. No, I mean Maori has had the worst luck the last two weeks. You know, it's, again, yeah. Maori should fully be three and two right now, but losing by point four points this week, and then just last week getting clobbered by Josh Jacobs and Travis Kelsey. I think they put up nearly sixty points on that Monday night game, and. Maori had Clyde Edwards Alaire in that game as well. Um, no, he did not. Kyle did, had Clyde Edwards Alaire, and Kyle got. Oh my! Okay, am I getting? Maori okay, am I getting framed by Patrick Mahomes putting up thirty? Oh, that was you. That was, that was you that that took yeah. away his his man virginity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh well, mm-hmm. in that case. That's right. And also, not for Jenny, it had been a well-worn hole by the time I got to it. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, so Maori, Maori's started with the worst luck this season. Yeah. Um, you know, we I, I said bad things about his team, and I can admit mm-hmm. that that I was I was partially wrong. Um, yeah. Yes. Like, Brees Hall's been better than I expected. I mean, Mike Williams is obviously in his best-case scenario. Mm-hmm. Higgins has been better than I th- thought he would be Higgins has been better than chase, which is the yeah. weird thing, but Higgins mm-hmm. has also been inconsistent. Yeah. Um, which that part I did expect. Yeah. But, but I didn't expect it to be for the reason it was. And that's because Burroughs just kind of been. Yeah. It's not like other guys are flourishing. I mean, Higgins has been the best receiver on that team. I think if you look at rankings, probably. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But yeah, I and you know, Tyreek, Tyreek losing Tua and then now walking around in a boot's gonna hurt him this week. Um, I mean, what else we got going on? Herbert's doing Herbert things. I I love Herbert, you know, yeah. Herbert. Although, even, like going through that weird cracked rib part of the season <clears throat> where, you know, well, I guess, you know, 12 points in week three, 14 points in week five, it's worse than you expect Herbert to give you, even on his floor. Week five, especially, um, yeah. you know, week three was the cracked rib mm-hmm. um, week. And then, you know, he bounced back with a 21 point week um, week five, putting up only 14 against Cleveland. That that one's surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he gets he's got Denver this week, which isn't any better. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Christian Kirk had a couple like out of nowhere blow up games, but Jacksonville's really kind of come back down to earth. He got some Cooper Rush. He got some run with Cooper Rush, which like I guess good on him for having that faith. But man, uh, I I mean it yeah. He needs all three of these wide receivers to hit on the same week, and I just feel like that's such a tall order. Yeah. His quarterback situation will be interesting this week. Cause yeah, Bridgewater is out. You know, are you you're not start are you starting Cooper Rush against Philly? Or I mean to make the fields call on Thursday, which I feel like is tough to do in right. which case then you're looking at Bridgewater or Cooper rush. Yeah. And rush is the Sunday night game. I mean, I wouldn't feel great about it in the Philly, but you might just not have a choice by then. Right. I mean, when you look at what rush here, I mean, again, like I get, I, I feel like it's, I feel like the rush pickup was definitely more of a Homer thing. Yeah. And I say that, I mean, against, against Washington, he had a 17 point fantasy week, but then against the Rams, you know, the Cowboys won by what? How many points last week? They they won by two scores. Yeah. And rush through for 102 yards. Mm-hmm. Like you want to start and you want to start that against Philly's defense. I, I mean, I guess the argument would be, we're going to be down. They're going to have to throw. You yeah. hope to get a bunch of Garbo yards. Because that would be the hope. Yeah. 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 I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what, what the call is made, but yeah, I think this week will be tough. I, I think the biggest issue this week is, you know, Tyreek and T Higgins being yeah. kind of banged up. Mm-hmm. And if those guys are out, then, you know, is, is Keenan back this week? You know, that's going to cut into Williams. I mean, he's yep. slated, he's scheduled to be back. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, if you, you know, even if Dalvin cook and Jeff Wilson, superstar, Jeff Wilson, 
Is is he a North Texas guy? He is a North Texas. I was going to say North Texas superstar. Uh-huh. Jeff Wilson can make things happen. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting and consistent. I mean, this team would be much much worse without the, the Jeff Wilson pickup. Mm-hmm. Oh team, yeah, the, yeah. Without, Wilson yeah. Wilson's actually been solid the last two weeks. Um, you know, though we we say all this, but you know, we haven't turned our attention to the Dallas domestic violence yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um, with their, you know, questionable quarterback habits. Uh, you want to talk about that? I know you, you crunched some yeah, numbers. Yeah. So I was looking at, like, what has he actually gotten points-wise out of QB? And it, it hasn't been near as bad as it probably ought to have been or as bad as we thought it was going to be coming in. Um, so, like, 16, 17 points is, like, standard. They didn't fuck me QB points. So somewhere around 32-ish uh, mm-hmm. combined. Um, week one, he got 36, not bad. Week two, abysmal 4.3 points. That one's mm-hmm. the one where Trey Lance goes down, and then I forget what other bum fuck he started. I think it was an awful Matt Ryan week. I think it was Matt Ryan. Um, but and then I- he turns around and gets 30 in week three, which is serviceable. Somehow gets a golf week to blow up, and he's 15 week four. And then last week, 15 combined points, and the inconsistently inconsistency fully cost him that week against you where QB play mm-hmm. essentially was the difference. Yeah. So I know going back and looking at that and again, just kind of focusing on quarterback here, because Joel was obviously the one team that definitely punt, um, you know, and it, it's an experiment to see how that plays out this season. And yeah, through four of the first five weeks, you know, it didn't really impact him. Um, I say that the week two that he had the real bad week, he was up against the Texonians when they put up 160 points. So there was no saving that week um, when you've, you know, you're going against high score by a mile. Um, but last week, you know, absolutely. I I went into the week fully expecting to lose. And my team went up, went up early because like all of my players, except for two, I think were in the morning games. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the afternoon, I was sitting at a solid 108 and Joel coming into the afternoon. I can't remember who it was that he had um, playing in the afternoon games, but his quarterbacks last week, I think it came down to his quarterbacks had to average 15 points a piece and he would have beat mm-hmm. me. Um, and yeah, he ended up getting 5.7 out of golf and like 9.8 out of Dalton. So he only got 15 combined. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it did end up, ended up hurting him quite badly there it was i mean it was a big the cost is that every now and again when you're starting these guys they're gonna just landmine you and a lot of weeks it's gonna be fine like matt ryan will be surprisingly decent but like again with this thin ice like pick it maybe maybe against tampa bay works out uh jamis again like jamis could end up with four TDs because he's sure. James and he could also throw four picks because it's Jameis and you just don't know which week you're going to get and you're probably if you start them all year you're going to get both at some point yeah and you'll get you'll get both of those at the same time where like the TDs negate half of it and maybe you break even but yeah in the three weeks that Jameis has played he's got 21.5 7.6 and 14 points so I mean yeah the the, the range there is is pretty gnarly. And I mean, he's, we're talking, you know, 270, 240, 350 yards. Um, but yeah, five, five, he's thrown five picks in three games. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, again, it just, it doesn't, it's not, um, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's, it's not, doesn't make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Slide him in your lineup. You, it, it never inspires faith. You know, yeah. you're, you're looking at it and, you know, it's I, I've I've played that this year um, with da- you know losing Dak early. Um, I was fortunate that Geno's been a good fill in, but I've had four quarterbacks on my roster, and it's like you start playing matchups, and it's almost like you know your QB two gets treated like any other position where you know where you're streaming. You know, if you're streaming mm-hmm. defense, you're playing matchups. If you're streaming tight end or your flex players, it's it's all matchup based, and. The nice thing about single quarterback leagues is, you know, everyone can get a top 10 quarterback and, and you slot them in and you roll with it and it's like set and forget, but not the case here. Now in a one QB league, Aaron Rodgers probably on the waiver wire right now. Whereas like in our league, I am thrilled about that 16. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. God, I think I, I, I'm going to flip it. And I think I'm going to go DB. Uh, Uh, Okay. 
yeah. I just, the Maori's luck is such that I just think he's going to keep the bad times rolling. I, I've, I've got DV as well, just based on the, the, the wide receiver concerns there. Yeah. Yep. And Joel's wide receivers are actually really good. Yep. They just, two of them at least are great. And Deontay's fine. Okay, so we're we're kind of heading into uh, the last two last two matchups we got. These are these are kind of the uh, the heavy hitters in the league. Um, let's jump into. Yeah, we did end up with like the four current playoff contention teams all playing each other. Well, week. again, just this week, you know, just this week with you know me, Kyle, uh, Kyle myself, Andrew, and Rosen, you know, all together there, and yeah. then Joel and and Mowry in the middle. But yeah, yeah. So uh, Allen versus Drew. Uh-huh. Uh this this game's got the highest projected points of any game in the league with both of them over 110 points projected. Um both of these teams 3 and 2 so far on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll get a little bit of separation. Get yeah. a little bit of separation after this week cuz only only one of them can win, right? Yeah, someone's got to lose. Someone does. Um they're these teams are built really similarly. Um Hey, yeah. I sorry, I just noticed this, but if you take a look at Allen's team, uh-huh. it looks like he's got two players in IR. No. Um, you know, I take it back. That oh, might just that might just be injury. Sorry. I so I've got the I've got the the website pulled up and the way it breaks things down is 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 kooky. I would um, love to watch a beer mile race again. But not yet. Uh, yeah. And if you'd like to put DJ Chark in an IR spot, mm-hmm. I'd invite you to, to do that. And then to accompany Andrew on a joyous jaunt. Yeah. I got a little excited there. But I, I while, we're, while we're here, I'm looking at his bench, and I want to point out I'm angry that his team is so good because his bench looks like just like so, this steaming pile of like Louisville dump right next to those fancy apartments. <laughs> So you're saying Joel's not allowed to go to Allen's bench? <laughs> if he does, he better look both ways. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, this, that's the crazy part about Allen's team is he really is just like in, the, in an injury away from being hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just no depth here, but he has thus far eluded injury. Both these teams are RB1 heavy. Um I mean, Jamar Chase and Diggs ought to be comparable, but they haven't been thus far. Um, but these, I mean, they're really, really top-heavy teams. Yeah. Yes, you know, if you consider Kelsey basically a wide receiver, it's Diggs versus Kelsey, Saquon versus McCaffrey, and then you're hoping that Burrow has a half decent week to try to keep up with Josh Allen. Yeah, that'll be well. It's interesting because they both have that stack, right? You got Josh Allen and Diggs right. on one side, and Jamar yeah. and Burrow on the other side. So, um, the only thing that would make it better is if Cincinnati was playing Buffalo this week, which would be <laughs> that would be amazing. Just that would be the same game. interesting. And then you know when you think about it, like McCaffrey and Barkley are kind of like the same player, right? They're both yeah. these. They're both these. You know, they get the 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 run volume, but they're also like the wide receiver one on both of their teams. Um, I think Jazz Cabbage got a, uh, a definite bump um, with that Kenneth Walker pickup yeah. now that the Penny's out for the season. Raheem Mostert, just, man, it, yeah. it's just, it's it's worked out for Allen because Allen hasn't had to play, you know, one of the top three teams every week. Um, mm. Waddle, I think, it, Waddle with Tua out is going gonna, is gonna to hurt, but then, you know, Sutton with injured Russ could be a thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then you got Judy on the other side, again, with Allen's team. Um, and then Alan Lazard, who's been the, you know, the worst, best wide receiver one on a on yeah. a team. I mean, he's literally wide receiver 32. So yeah, the, although he didn't play week one. Yeah, that's true. And you know what I mean? He's actually had steady, you know, he's had he's had three touchdowns over the last four weeks and he's yeah. you double digits two weeks as a wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. You know, you definitely mm-hmm. are fine with that. Yeah, I, I mean, these are. But these are both rosters that when you're facing them, you don't feel great about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's interesting watch, like trying to t- decide which of the two. I guess Josh Jacobs, too. If Josh Jacobs is playing, this is a Drew game. He, hands down. Um, given that Josh Jacobs is on by, I'm leaning Allen just on the, the Josh Allen dig stack is 
just so good. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and again, you know, all things point to Kansas City being a shootout game, right? Yeah. So you think it could be? It could be. I man, I'm 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 leaning. I I think I want to say Jazz Cabbage on this one, even without Josh Jacobs, just because I don't think Josh Jacobs, like Josh Jacobs, is been good this year but i don't think he's going to miss a beat with kenneth walker you know and again cream yeah. hunt you know cream hunt can randomly put up a 20 point week like it's nothing i think uh what do we got i mean alan's alan's gonna have to pick up some tight end scraps off the wire mm-hmm. um i mean Kirk cousins again you know what man i may end up flipping i originally had jazz cabbage but i'm oh, thinking cousins. like cousins 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 against well, my cousins against miami seems like it could be a good game when Mariota's going against San Francisco defense. That doesn't feel nice. Cousins has been good literally every other week. 19, yeah. 8, 18, 12, 22. But like Miami's has, Miami's been allowing teams to yeah. get mm-hmm. silly is mm-hmm. kind of what I'm thinking. And then, and then, you know, Jazz Cabbage is playing Dolphins defense, at least right, right now what we're looking at. Uh-huh. So it makes you wonder, you know, Make sure one of their Patriots defense against Cleveland. Pat, Pat Steve's looking good last week against yeah. Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I don't think they're going to look as good with Chubb running the ball down their throat. But no, yeah, but, you know what? I think I'm going to pivot. I think I'm going to switch to uh, hand grenades on this one. Allen's just the fact that Saquon goes down. The fact that Saquon and McCaffrey are are both still healthy is uh-huh. is mind boggling. Um, but. Yeah, yeah, I, I I project Allen to move up to four and four and two, um, putting him solidly in second or third place, depending on the next game we talk about. Because Allen's got the highest points four in the league, he does. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I think you're second highest, but I think Allen still got you by twenty or thirty points. Am I? Is that yeah. is that and accurate? My points are, yeah, I'm second. My points for really buoyed by you know setting the current record for most points in a week week, mm-hmm. um, so uh, on average adjusted my, adjusted for superflex of course it's no well no if I adjusted it I'm sure it wouldn't be the record holder anymore it's the well most no that, raw points the most unadjusted yes. it's, points well it's yeah that's what I meant was the yeah. the highest number of points but that is partially because of the look man you don't get it all okay you, don't, you know what? it would probably get... still be up there in that um my super flex qb uh, was rogers putting up 16 points that week mm-hmm. and if i took that out well all my points came from hawkinson putting up 30 this was was this week three or uh, week four last week oh, not like this most recent week but the week before yeah, okay week four yeah yeah, so you had 178 points. That's with Rogers at 16.1. So that puts you at 162. And I think That's what like, one I think 163 or was it 165 was the highest before yeah, that? Yeah, it's like in the top three somewhere. I yeah. think 165 is the yeah. I know Stu had the 161, I think, this year, which yes. was the highest up until your 178. I mean, yeah, 178 is impressive. Like if if we were doing full point PPR, then I'd yeah. like to see because you would have had an extra 8, 10, 12, 20. You had an extra 20 points just from your wide receivers and tight end. That You would have break, broken 200 if we'd been. That's absolutely silly. Yeah. No. Uh, not, I'm glad. That was, dude, that was with McLaurin and Drake London putting up a combined uh, 3.2 points. I know. Two. That's the other crazy part was uh, the room for, like, if both those wide receivers uh-huh. had fallen down, there was, there was actually room for improvement there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, I know you you've kind of you've low-key had some injuries that haven't been as apparent because um, yeah. you've had the bench depth but uh-huh. um after you know after me and you may have had more as far as sure number of injuries wise had more uh, i mean just now has been out since week one mm-hmm. um i just caught damien harris renfro's been hurt you know obviously brian robinson got shot before the season yeah. and has been out till now uh, yeah. Just lost Penny for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Evans got Evans lost a game, um, and then Dobbins had like missed the first however many weeks, which we kind of expected, but I don't mm-hmm. think anyone expected him to sit for quite that long. Uh, Drake London just picked up a knee. We'll see if it matters. 
Um, it's been rough. It's been a lot. It's, of- it's been hard out here for the number two high, the number two team highest scoring points on the season. Yeah, man. It's. I've gotten very lucky with points against, which yeah. I would say better to be lucky than good. Yep. Um, but I just, if I hadn't, if I didn't have all the depth in the world, mm-hmm. I think things would be pretty grim. Um, I can't sustain this number of injuries. Is all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, I would say, I think we talked about this. Mine, my injuries, I think were more impactful, um, especially being all starters and, and, and then having to rely on the shoddy depth, but also having to lose some of those players to try to make up for the quarterback situation early on. Um, But, but now you've managed to, uh, you've managed to poise yourself. If you can keep up with this for a playoffs run later on. Yeah. Yeah, um, this is a tall order. Uh, Stu Stu's also been very lucky with points against. Stu uh, has Stu the undefeated Colorado Texonians, uh-huh. who he would like. Uh, he would like to remind everyone that they're a little more Texas than the rest of you. Even um, more, Texas-y. and you know what? To be fair, he he has added a lot of Texas to this Texas league. <laughs> Yeah, he, the double Detroit players, which I wouldn't have thought would have worked out, mm-mm. other than them both being hurt. I was going to say like, he's he's caught some injuries as well. I mean, both of those guys were starters initially. Um, he had Godwin, mm-hmm. um, as well. I think Pittman missed a game. Yeah, yeah. Pittman did randomly miss a game, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's. And then he's had Russell Wilson, who has a, uh, who has put up one good week and has been replaced by the ghost of Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, week one he had seventeen, which is kind of fine. But yes, he's not been what we expected. Mm-hmm. Maybe sixteen is not what we thought Russ would be. Look, I talked to Joel, and he called this. Okay, he knew he knew that everyone was higher on Russ than they should have been. I, he also had a feeling about Matt Ryan, which we've all <laughs> discussed. But um, I, you know, though I do, <laughs> I like I like how Stu's just like, nope not doing anything else it's it's russell wilson or bust i think you have to i think yeah i although i've seen him dropped in other leagues i i get i get it i mean you know you, you definitely play him against chargers defense they're not too scary yeah um but yeah i mean the fact that i mean he put up 26 points against las vegas you know there's there's that chance of again you know 17 to 26 points is yep. is more than you can ask for mm-hmm. but yeah know- Cooper's been good half the time. Godwin just mm. is good. He'll be fine. Pittman's been okay. Pittman's um, been okay. Uh, but I mean, Lamar Jackson has had some phenomenal weeks. Yeah. Uh, Fournette just, Fournette is like the Derrick Henry of of now where Fournette is a top 10 running back after last week too. I did not see last week coming. I thought he was going to kind of fade out of the night after the three carries for negative three yards game against mm-hmm. Kansas City. I thought, like, maybe we're done with Fournette. Wouldn't that be cool? And then, no, we'll never be done with them. What if What if I told you that Fournette has uh, three times as many catches on the season as Gabe Davis does? I, yeah. Yeah. Because that's right. he, Fournette's got 26 catches on the season. Uh-huh. I think Gabe yeah. Davis has. Which he did last year, too. But yeah. Yeah. Again, and 10 of them were last week. Yeah. Yeah. Fournette, Fournette's got. Fournette's got more receiving touchdowns than the likes of Terry McLaurin and DJ Moore, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Pittman, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of guys. But yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things. Like you know, Tampa Bay got off to a slow start, but once they got rolling, mm-hmm. you know they're doing what they're doing. Their defense has been solid. That'll help uh, the Texonians this week, especially yeah. against the abysmal uh, Steelers offense. True. Yep. I mean, I like I like your matchups. I think Mahomes is. I mean, Chubb is the number one running back in the league. Um, you got Montgomery back this week. Evans is solid. You know, London and McLaurin are are iffy. Um, I know, but you know, when I, when I look at the matchups across the board, you know, compare player to player, you know, Lamar and Mahomes are are pretty much a wash. You know, you've got the benefit at running back one. I give him Aaron Jones. Um, it's just it's very close, you know. And again, even the matchups, I think the ESPN's got you guys two points off of each other. Now, if you look at the averages that your players have done week to week, um, your team is putting up an average of 126 points a week with the current lineup, um, which is gross. I think Although it's probably that factors in the 
silly Hawkinson. Number. It does. It does. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, every, every team's got like one or two silly numbers, right? <laughs> like we, again, we get, we talked about Fournette, you know, last year, Fournette's numbers last week. Um, but it's still, you know, it's still, still impressive, you know, number mm-hmm. Now, not having Hawkinson this week will probably hurt you because you'll end up with some scrub mm-hmm. off the waiver. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'll be curious to see. I think I'm going to give you this one. Um, I'm, my votes for the NVRB. I think it muddies the waters even more because this gives us two five-win teams and then a four-win team. If is it just the thing? Is if if I win and Allen wins, mm-hmm. I think is Allen's also four and one. I think that puts Allen in first. No, Allen's three and two. Oh, he's got two losses. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't have to worry about me winning and it actually helping. Right. No. So so it'll it'll be again, it'll it'll be it'll tier where both you and you and Stu are five and one teams. Gotcha. And then you'd have whoever wins between Allen and Jazz Cabbage at four wins and then joel's the only other three win team and then you know there's the rest of us uh you know like those little oliver twist kids with the dirty clothes on just trying to get some bread you know what i'm saying i am please sir uh, other than you know present company excluded i'm definitely rooting for all the bottom teams to just go winless because it's just so much more fun for me when someone's like oh and 12. Well, you know, I've been, I, I've been, my team, you know, and again, I don't want to just drag them how bad my team is. Cause that's what I, that's all I feel like talking about. You know, it's easy to forget that there's other teams out there going through these real life problems like I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Arguably worse. Arguably possibly. Like kill for two wins. I'm telling you, I was sitting there Monday night when the game was on, like as it's the last drive, right? Like uh, the Raiders get the ball and it's the last drive. And I'm like watching this and I'm like, Oh my God, like Kyle's going to lose. Uh, Mowry was losing uh-huh. and Andrew had Derek Carr in and Derek Carr needed 40 yards on the last drive when they were trying to get up into field goal range to tie the game for overtime. And I'm like, Okay, if Allen loses, then I'm in like eighth place. And I'm, or if Andrew loses, and I'm sitting here doing math in my head and stuff like that. And Derek Carr did not get it done. And Andrew lost. And it's like last week was like the perfect case scenario for my team, you know, to where I am in eighth place, but I'm literally one point in points four behind Andrew, which would put me into seventh place. And I'm like seventh place to 10th place is like, that's a third of the league, you know, in between me and the, so it's like one of those, it's like, God, like, like how, you know, how is, how are these fantasy gods going to like, just take and take and take and then give just to remind me like how, how loving they are. And (laughs) then, so again, I'm fully expecting this next week to be bad against me. I mean, if 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 Kyle beat me and Andrew ended up beating the Buffalo Jockeys and Mowry were to beat Joel, then Ooh, it yeah. would just be again, you know, just like and we're talking about the muddying at the top of the thing, you know, at the yeah. bottom, um, it's just going to be a constant every week, you know. Every week it's going to be scrapping for those of us that are, you know, trying not to wear a dress or shave off our eyebrows or spend all night at waffle house or, uh, or drink a case of baileys oh god man oh, when we were in, the baileys option here's the deal when we were in vegas i got a frozen baileys <laughs> took three sips of it and could not drink any more of it alan no. can attest to that it was dude it was terrible when is the last time you tried to drink a mouthful of baileys i'm not even talking a full glass just a big mouthful it's, in one swallow it's been too long you know i I have a little bit of baileys because they have them on the planes and so my mom can get them for free and so i think i have a bottle of baileys in the fridge here's the thing a little bit of baileys is probably fine well it's like a mini of baileys yeah it'd be like a cup but i will fuck around and make you a bet one of these weeks (laughs) a maori style bet that okay and then i will drink (laughs) baileys on air Uh, unless you change up at the last minute and decide to eat a spicy chip yeah right well, because no one would be able to see the licorice. Uh, we do, we do need a licorice bet, but hey, on that note, I think I yeah. think we oh, wrap. So I should. I'm I'm going Texonians. I think you going to, yeah. okay, okay, excellent. Not enough for me. Um, yeah. Well, 
yeah, we'll we'll see how things turn out. Um, you know, we'll expect more expect more chat. You know, in chat because that's where that is supposed to happen. Um, but we'll have another. Should we give him a password? Um. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. You uh, got one? How about um, um? Oh, um. The password is for anyone who maybe hasn't read up in chat. The password is beer mile, and if you're wondering why, 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 why would it be beer mile? Somebody put two two non-COVID players in their IR spots, and that's a no-no. Can't happen, and so. Our good friend Andrew will be running a mile's worth of beer. The annual, the not so annual Michael Mowry Memorial <laughs> Beer Mile for, <laughs> for children and babies. Right. All right. But yeah, passwords just beer mile. Uh, we're going to end it on that. Expect another podcast in four-ish more weeks. Yeah. Half, four, half, five, four, I'm, I'm sure one of the two of us will be much more sad at that point, and one of us will probably be just as happy as they are now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we can't really get sadder than you are now. I right, man, I'm I'm pretty. I'm I'm keeping. <laughs> I'm 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 keeping it together for the kids. You know, I you know I don't want them to. I don't want him to get sad that, you know, daddy's going to be moving away into a new apartment. Um, He's not. But hey. He's just going to start painting figurines in his basement. Two, you know what, though? Two Christmases is all I got to say. Two Christmases. That's what you guys are getting. And on that note, bye. I hate it when a nigga bang money. I'm a thumb through the law, Benny, Benny, know the law. Shut the hidden bed, Benny, Benny, getting off. Third eye focus. Wonder what he saw, power in the tongue.